last time on Almost Heroes. Uh, after picking a fight with the Red Striders, a figure appears in bright colored wardrobe and a mask. Claiming themselves Madame Marsh, she speaks to Baldo's misfortune and his long list of lost champions, chastising the group to their general uh, doom. Uh, after Madame Marsh leaves the scene, the party approaches the soothsayer, who we now know to be Gildy. Um, after making sure that Gildy was alright after being accosted by the uh, Red Striders, uh, the homies go back to Gildy's house, and after getting the boys comfortable, she hands out a lot of tea and crumpets, making sure to give everyone, apparently, their favorite type of tea, to which Cosmos is hot water. She begins doing uh, several readings for every of the members of the party, uh, reading Cosmo's future. Uh, Cosmo made a mistake that will come back to haunt him. Glenn has been less than vigilant about running, and his past is catching up with him. Rangrim has endured much suffering, and there is more to come. But there is an end to it, and Rangrim will find peace. Eventually, the party makes their way to Jargoth's, the Enchanter, where much more nonsense ensued, and the party bought many things, and that's about all I got. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Uh, thank you so much, Dan. That brings us to episode 41, Primal Peril. So... We pick up with our almost heroes just having left the shop of the Rakshasa Enchanter, Jargoth. With a few new items, uh, Rangrim with his new uh, barrage shield, Glynn with his air render bow, and Cosmo with his holographic fanny pack of holding. As the group was heading back through the back alleys of Rockdale, Fester, uh, their orc friend uh, and, I guess, adversary on the opposite uh, arena team, the Wrecking Crew, uh, ran up to them and basically informed them that their cart and belongings had been ransacked. Uh, as Glenn looked past Fester, kind of like looking over Fester's shoulder, he saw a dark form uh, that was peeking out from behind a building in the, the far distance, uh, just for a second, and then it was gone. Uh, but as that happened, he felt the double-bladed scimitar on his back burn, and he heard the uh, familiar voice of Chandrell in his head say, Looks like things are about to get even more interesting. And that is where we can pick up. Uh, without a beat, Glenn is going to summon and send Poe after the thing that turned the corner. Um, and as he does that, he kind of looks back to his shoulder and kind of mumbles under his breath to Chandrail. like, you got, a, you got a new challenge for me? Or what the hell is that all about? Um, you, yeah, you hear Chandrail uh, answering and goes, Looks as though you might have a challenger. Well, I thought that's what the whole the whole pit was about, but it looks like there's something more to it. And without even like addressing the guys, he's going to take off following Poe after the figure. Okay. Um, are you bamfing into Poe's eyes, or are you going to be rolling that uh, perception check as Poe? I uh, I can't I can't go vulnerable like that. I gotta I gotta let Poe try to tell me where to go. Let's use those raven eyes. Roll me a perception as Poe such butts it's even more butts 11 yeah so i'll say that you you send poe out after them um and pose there pretty quickly but uh 
it's they're flying around and uh, they're not really able to catch sight of them. Uh, and so that you kind of, they communicate that back to you that they don't, they don't see anyone, um, but you can still head that direction yourself. Uh, but you're probably a good like hundred feet at least. Uh, they were, they were pretty far from where they were. Path. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I thought they were a little bit closer. Cool. So I'm going to uh, slow up just a little bit and draw the double bladed scimitar and kind of like in a half crouch, like brisk pace. I'm going to look back to the guys and I'm going to like wave them down. Um, like, I don't know who's going through our stuff, but he might be after what's on your chest, Cosmos. Be careful. And I'm going to kind of wait for them to catch up and maybe 10, 15 feet keep trying to follow where I think they went. Look for any clues as to where they might have dipped out to. Uh, Fester looks over, extremely confused. goes, hey, what's, uh, what's going on with your friend? Well, uh, something must have spooked him. He does that sometimes. He'll be back. All right. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think. I'll, I'll, I'll come back with you to camp. Uh, Nook and I have been uh, in town doing some, some training over in the, uh, the, the Proving Grounds, and uh, Kadana had been flying around, uh, I think, hunting. So no one was actually at the camp at the time. Uh, we were only gone for about 30 minutes, but it looks like something made a real mess of your, your cart. Ours doesn't seem touched. Well, that's no good. Uh, did, does it seem damaged or just rubbish through? I didn't look close enough, honestly. It just kind of looks like things have been, uh, you know, thrown hither and yon. So uh, might as well. I, I mean, I don't know what y'all had in there, so I don't know if anything's missing. So that, that would be my only concern. It doesn't look like it was, like, purposefully destroyed as far as I could see. Well, uh, let's, let's hop to it and go see if everything's there. Okay. Um, Glenn, so are you just kind of heading, uh, you know, just kind of taking point on this and kind of keeping an eye out as you're heading through town? Yeah. So I'd be moving. I don't have the map up, but I'd be effectively moving towards where I saw that, uh, large figure or the dark figure last and like, just as alert as possible, trying to track and hunt this, this okay. be being down. Ultimately, Glenn thinks this is some kind of challenge directly from Chandrail. So he's not necessarily, um, like afraid of what's in front of him he's just eager to eager to please ultimately um glenn i know your passive perception's pretty good uh when you come around the corner where you saw that uh that figure um you notice a little little quick inscribing on the wall something that like someone would normally pass by uh that you recognize to be thieves can't the symbol like a symbol of thieves can't and it probably is one of the scariest things you've seen in a while because all it says is found you. Is it signed? Is there any calling no, card or anything like that? There's no symbol. There's no uh, signage that you can see of like a person. It just is quickly inscribed with like the point of a, a blade or something into the like the, the basically into the masonry. But it's like maybe no more than an inch, something that someone else would have overlooked. Okay. Um, Glenn would take a, take a quick look at it and... Is it, I like had turned left. Is this more like an alleyway? Is this just down like a street? This is just like on the side of a, a building, right? Yeah. So um, think like, um, hmm, think like a European city where like the, the, the alleyways are cobblestone line, but like really narrow. And you're just like these tall buildings up around you. Kind of, so you're kind of like within these like big walls of buildings, but big, long kind of like this entire town is kind of built on like in like a circular design. So you're basically going in this kind of like, traveling always slowly to your right um but in this big mm -hmm. circle kind of uh within these tall buildings 
Okay. Uh, Glenn is going to attempt to basically just hop off the sides of the wall and see if he can't get onto the this roof of the building right next to him. Okay. To get a higher vantage. Yeah, roll me an acrobatics check. 15. Okay. Um, I'll say that you, you get up there, but you, you kind of like, <laughs> you, you step on like a, a stray piece of masonry that snaps off and you kind of like very not, uh, not gracefully not kind smoothly. of, <laughs> yeah, kind of land in your stomach, uh, and pull, are able to pull yourself over the edge. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, you're now like standing on top of one of these two story buildings. Do I, do I see anybody on the rooftops? Am uh, I the only person up there? Uh, do you want to roll me a perception check? Do you want me to take your passive? I guess you'd be uh, actively looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be actively looking. Uh, it's much better than my passive anyways. Uh, 22 total. So 22. Um, I'll say that confidently you feel, you feel confident that you do not see anyone on the roof. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, from kind of where I jumped up, I'm going to look down to the guys and, you know, still, still blade drawn. Um, just kind of yell out. Do you guys see him down there? Say who? We're going to the cart. It got robbed. Remember? <laughs> the guy, the guy in dressing all dark. He just ducked out the corner real quick. You didn't see him? No, I didn't see him. What are you? Are you all right, Glenn? And Glenn's gonna look to Shand or look to the blade and say, Shandra, I think I, I think I lost him. You got any, got any hints? Uh, you don't hear anything from the blade. It's a real weird time to get quiet. And then Glenn's going to keep keep it drawn and just hop down to the street and kind of meet up with the guys. Glenn, if, they if, would converge. If you, if you saw something, go ahead. We'll, we'll head to the cart and you can, we'll meet up with you at the, the arena or whatever. Uh, I think I can just stay with you guys. My, my guess would be if he was looking for something in the cart, cart might be a good place to try to figure out who this was. I, I could have sworn he was just kind of out there in the open, but I don't know. Uh, well, I, uh, I mean, I was pretty uh, taken back by this wonderful new fanny pack that I have. It it does look amazing. It somehow weirdly matches your eyes, and I don't actually know how that works because it's well, so many it just, different colors. When you, when, you, when you wave it, when you turn it, it's like it gets better. What? It completes it? your outfit. Yes, yes, it does. I think, or at least that's Glenn. Is that the that's the right thing to say? That's fashion. You're right? you're, well, you're learning every day, my friend. I'm trying. It, it looks good on you. And he like winks at Glenn a little bit. Well, I say we. But I, I say uh, we get back to the cart and check wait, on the dog. So, uh, what are you so scared about, dear friend? Uh, hey, I don't know. I just know that. Uh, Chandrell's got got something in store for me, and usually it's a lot of fun, or it's the absolute worst experience of my life. So, figure hit it head on, or at least try to get some information. But whatever that was is gone now, and just be ready. Well, all right, let's let's uh, hurry off then. And Cosmo, being ready, now pulls his weapon out. Okay. Um, Fester still kind of confused, uh, also kind of like pulls his, his, his rapier out and is kind of has it at the ready, kind of halfway out the heel, not all the way. He's not fully committed to the, whatever shadow ghouls that you all are. Uh, Shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like very confused, like, all right, well, I, I don't see anything, but 
I'll take your word for it. And he's kind of like half has his raker out. Uh, but yeah, I'll say that you all, uh, if you're heading straight back to the cart, uh, you're able to make your way through town, Glenn. You, you uh, just kind of like keeping an eye out. Um, you, Glenn would be like active, like if I need to roll perception checks every block, Glenn would yeah, be no, yeah, super, I mean, <laughs> super attentive. All right. So actually guys, uh, you know, I, I had a lot of things planned for this episode. Well, every gonna, five feet. Yep. Block by block, <laughs> every single time roll perception check. Uh, every what, cobblestone. What I'll say is, uh, roll me, uh, roll me, roll me three perception checks. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a big town. Uh, I don't know if you, I'll go from lowest to highest. Uh, 13, 14. Nope. That math doesn't add up. 10, 14, 25. And Rangram just passively perceive stuff. Uh, yes. Um, so the 25, uh, I, I think that, yeah, Rangram, you're two, you're keeping an eye on, you're, you don't, like, you don't see anything, like, you just don't see anything, and I think with 25, you would know that if you had, if there had been something there, if there was something around you that was, like, trying to be found, or was it within your eyesight, that same figure was within your eyesight, um, you would see it, but along the path that you're going, you do not see this figure. Okay. That's fair. confident that it wasn't you like it wasn't around you at least you know at the time that you were looking for it sure right. that's super fair cosmo doesn't even know what he's looking for so he's not gonna roll okay cosmo is just walking through town with his axe out like looking extremely it's a war like, pick kind of looking at you like we're it's a war okay. pick and i thought we were moving at a, at least a reasonable pace yeah you guys are it's a big it's a big town yeah uh, we're just walking okay. to it yeah. All right. Teleport. Te- terrible. Uh, teleport time. Uh, you guys are uh, entering out of the. Uh, you're you're exiting out of the town, and you are getting close to your campsite. And as you're coming around the corner, uh, it's it's probably like mid to late afternoon at this point, and you are you just come across the cart in this campsite. You see Nook, who's standing there, kind of. Uh, Kadana is sitting on top of their cart, and then Nook is kind of standing there, looking like he's keeping guard, like kind of looking around in the forest and whatnot and just seeing if there's anyone around uh and you all around this corner and your cart is absolutely ransacked um the donkeys seem a little bit spooked they're kind of uh pick rangram you pick this up like they're definitely stomping their hooves a little bit they're definitely uncomfortable with whatever's happened um and your guys' stuff is just everywhere clothes armor uh whatever other items that you had left in the cart they are just like they're just they're just everywhere like stuff is everywhere but it doesn't seem damaged um but yeah kind of what do you all want to look for and look through and how do you want to handle this situation uh rain room is going to first go to the donkeys to calm them oh, oh, oh girl, girl and then turn scowling to the rest of anyone who's looking y'all think you're cute huh i, I don't know who did this Rangram, but we're we're gonna find him no one no one messes with our girls right that's what i'm saying None of y'all. I'm like looking to the any of the rest of the not necessarily the Cosmo and Glenn to the rest of everybody else, like shouting at them. Um, Nook kind of looks over at you, uh, just kind of looking over, back over his shoulder. He goes, "What are you talking to me?" Well, I could be talking to you. I could be talking to you. What the hell do you think I want with your trash? Oh, trash, huh? Oh, trash. This guy's got jokes. It's, Clint, it's this, this guy's got jokes, huh? He's not. He's not talking about our, our girls. He's he's talking about the 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 loot. He's not. He's not calling the, our donkeys trash, right? Right, Nook. What if I was? What are you gonna do about it? 
well, I tried. And I just step away. <laughs> I just kind of like pull Fester off to the side real quick. Uh, Cosmo is not really engaged in that, um, but is going to start kind of like looking through um, the stuff and just maybe looking for any sort of sign, maybe if um, like markings of who maybe would have done this and while they're arguing, I guess. Okay. Or Rangrim uh, is getting defensive, I'll suppose. While so, Rangrim is getting defensive, do I notice anything that is like specifically like out of out of scene? Something that specifically looks like that is not correct um, to how we left it. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out if this is a perception or more of an investigation, but I guess if you're just like kind of passively pass like scanning around, um, I think one thing you notice is that it seems like if someone was looking for something like they've gone overboard with this, like this isn't just someone like searching through, they were just like purposefully, like they made a point to like throw shit far and like really make a mess out of this. Were tossed. Mm. Yeah. That's I'm going to grab the first thing that I can see and I'm going to just like right up. Sniff it. Sniffing on that. It's one of Cosmo's boots. And, Oh, God damn. Take a constitution saving throw. <laughs> I want to find who else touched it besides Cosmo's feet. What you what you, re- you realize too <laughs> Rangrim vomit. What you realize too is that the, probably the last time you saw him wear this boot was when he got swallowed by that uh that giant uh, dust dog worm. Do I notice any smell on it that isn't dust dog. Cosmo or uh dust dog uh worm goop? Do you he want to know those smells that? very well? Do you want to activate your uh, item, or do you want to just smell it? Indeed, with, uh... I'm using my constable sigil on this one. Awesome! It's been a minute since we've seen that. It's been like since Whitport, like the. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say since. Uh... Oh yeah, no, no, no. He used it for um, floating leaf. I think that was on the way to there. Yeah, that was on the way to Whitport. That was a long time ago. No, because the tigers would have been before it. No, because anyway, the, the, doesn't getting... matter. 40 episodes, 40 episodes, guys. Moving forward. <laughs> Hours of content. Um, yeah, so anyway. Uh, yeah, so Rangrim, you uh, you activate, you like kind of uh, will that sigil to activate and you feel like this kind of like bing as it, uh, and it kind of shines with this this bright light for a second. And as it happens, like you just feel all your senses, uh, well, I guess your one particular sense, your, your nose sense, kind of just like go into overdrive uh, and you can smell absolutely everything. Uh, a lot of things you don't want to smell off this boot, but then also you, you can like, you're, you can see like this, um, you know, I, I think the way to describe it is like when uh, a cartoon can follow like the smell of something through the air, uh, you see kind of like, like a hobo, like floating towards a pie, except <laughs> exactly. This is a, um, it's not a, not that pleasant of a smell. No, I know. Actually, what's interesting is this, um, this smell is like a very lightly, um, I think the smell of it is like, if I was going to describe it, it's like a desert flower. Like it's like a faint kind of, it's not like an overly floral, but it's something that kind of like is, you get a smell of like, it's something that is sturdy and rugged, but also like at the same time kind of has that like light floral scent to it of like almost like a desert flower mixed with like that kind of dirt. Um, and you get that, uh, you get that scent and it, uh, absolutely uh, leads you, you kind of see the smell lines uh, heading back uh, around into town. 
And I'm going to look at everyone else, like all the other dudes that are talking smack outside. I thought, well, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Something and smells. I'm just, gonna, I'm just I'm, <laughs> something smells rotten in Rockdale. Amazing. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna start following that scent. Awesome. Uh, as you're as you're walking away, uh, Nook kind of looks back at you and throws his arms up and goes, "That's what I thought." Uh, I'm coming back to you, bud. It's all right. Glenn's gonna follow Rangrim. Just like follow your nose, buddy. And looks over to Nook. He's like, "You dodged a bullet this time," and just gonna follow Rangrim. As you're leaving, Fester's like, I- "I'm so sorry for I just I can't." <laughs> I can't take him anywhere. I swear. He's a, he's actually good. He's actually a good guy. I swear. As you guys are leaving. <laughs> um, uh, Cosmo, are you looking for anything else or are you just going with them? Um, if they seem to be on track of something, I'll follow them. Cause I don't think I, I rolled a three. I didn't find anything. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have Dan, do you have the stats of that item up in front of you by chance? Oh, for the uh, the constable sigil. Yeah, I just don't know the range yeah. on it, and I don't know any. Uh, so I have advantage on any ability check that relies on smell. In addition, I can use an action to focus on a particular scent. When I do, I perceive that smell visually as a cloud of red vapor for up to one hour. Oh, okay. So yes. n- uh, no range. Okay. Um. All right. <clears throat> so. I can't use it again until I, I had I take long rest, but Okay. No, that's that's totally cool. Um so I'm trying to figure out how the best to do this. So I will say that you all follow this scent into town and it starts just like meandering. Like it starts going through back alleys, a lot of places and, and Glenn, like right away you're like, This is places I would go. This is how mm-hmm. I would traverse this town if I was trying to like stay like out of sight of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um and like you, you just like, you can follow that path, uh, like back and forth. And eventually you do end up like, I would say like maybe like probably 30 minutes in after like walking around this town, like meandering through, uh, back alleys and like over the top of like, there's points when like Rangrim, you just kind of come to a building and the scent just kind of goes upwards and you're just like, and then Glenn has to go up on top of <laughs> the roof and like follow it down and then like show like kind of uh, you follow it around and it came back down at some point and like you follow this thing around for like 30 minutes and then at some point you do end up back kind of at that corner uh, where Glenn like Glenn where you found that sigil where you had seen this figure at. Um, and so like I think from that point it kind of uh, it kind of goes around uh, a few places and then uh, it actually leads you directly to uh, the front of the arena, mm. whose door currently right now is shut. Is this, uh, is this where it took us, Rangrim? Point um, I mean, you, you was helping, but uh, we went up and down and around. And, uh, this is where the trail ends, where it's got to be, uh, right? This is where it's leading, so I think we kind of just, you know, as normal, what we, I mean, you probably want to do something like sneaky though, right? Looks over to Cosmo and says, are we knocking or are we doing it my way? Well, uh, we can do this. Uh, wait, what door is this? Where is this? I, 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 think, we, I think we should let the elf take lead on this one. Just, uh, I mean, for it's one some- time. 
you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to retcon something. I'm going to say it's not the main door. I'm going to say it's like a, I'm saying that it leads you kind of around the side and there's like a smaller, like almost like a, just kind of like a, a maintenance or like side access door. That's much smaller. I think that makes more sense. Well, uh, I tell you what, if you want to go in this door your way, I can, uh, then watch, or do you want me to follow along? Uh, I think for the sake of maybe going incognito, if you guys want to keep watch out here, make some noise. If you see someone coming, be right. be real loud. I'll, I'll hear you and I'll make my way back. Right. Sounds good. Then uh, go ahead and follow that scent, I guess. You said the door was locked? Yeah, the door is locked. Can I quickly check it for some traps, see if there's any like spring-loaded darts that are going to come my way if I try to pick this lock? You you certainly can. That's <laughs> yeah, 16. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that... I, I, so hmm. I, I'm going to hold on to that. Um, and I'm going to say, try your uh, lock picking first or your, uh, your sleight of hand to get a door open. 24. Okay. Um, okay. So I'll say that as you're kind of like, as you, as you unlock it and you kind of like slowly start opening this door, you do notice that there is a, a small, like basically just like a small, uh, wire that's going up to something else and you can see that there's like a bunch of stuff that's like like loud just like pieces of metal and like little like little chimes and crap like that that are just kind of like attached to the end of this that you know that if you continue to pull this thing open it's just gonna fall and make a lot of noise gotcha um i'm going to with my mage hand and just a small dagger cut cut that wire Mm -hmm. as i like push the door open Okay. Um, yeah. So I think that you're able to uh, just barely, like you're just barely able to like, as you cut it, you realize that it like kind of went in a different direction than you thought it would. And you kind of barely like catch it at, before it hits the ground, like maybe a, a good six inches before it hits the ground. You're just like, and you catch it uh, and you're able to uh, disarm that trap and enter into the space. I'll say that the space that you enter into is it's immensely dark. Uh, and what you kind of actually roll me a, roll me a kind of a, hmm perception check here see what's see if you know what's around you happy to uh 17 okay uh with your special elven eyes you uh can kind of, and, and just kind of your discerning of this place understanding the structure you're realizing that you're underneath uh the actual like structure and the actual like the wooden structure beneath the tiers and the in the seats so like this this thing kind of is heading up at an angle and it's kind of supporting uh, and mirroring the uh the tiered seating that would be above you Okay. Um, once I get inside, um, and I kind of have a little bit of my bearings, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself okay. and go invisible. Um, and very quietly and sneakily make my way through. Um, do I, like, is there a direction I can go? Does it just look like the underside of the bleachers? Just like the underside of, yeah, any the underside of bleachers, basically. Uh, and there's just a bunch of wooden posts coming down that are supporting the, the wooden structure of the seating above you. Okay. Uh, and they're pretty closely spaced. Like, they're probably, like, every 10 feet. They're, you're basically in a forest of these uh, that is hundreds and hundreds of feet wide. Uh, and it's just pitch black, and there's just kind of a stone floor beneath you. That's It's uneven, and it's just, you know, there's this is clearly for... Uh, you can see there's just, like, barrels and and 
you know, strewn pieces of uh, whatever uh, around you. I just, but nothing like people do not go down here on a regular basis. This is mainly for maintenance and understructure. Okay. Um, thinking that this person might still be um, on the move. Glenn's going to take those like same bulky metal items that were like an audio trap and mm -hmm. set those kind of in the doorway. That's because, sorry, the way I interpret it is it's a room and then it's the rest of the stadium, right? Like there's like a small box room around it or am I immediately underneath? Think about your, yeah, think about yourself in the, in the giant donut that is immediately. Okay. Gotcha. Never mind then. Um, then I'm going to look for like on the ground for any like footprints or any like shuffled dust, basically trying to see if um, I notice any disturbance of movement. Yep. Investigation check. Oh, balls. Uh, 13. Okay. Um, I think that you're able to tell that there are, uh, there are some footprints in the, in the dust, but they're, they're hard to follow. So you, you kind of head out. If, do you want to head in that direction? I was gonna say, so it's, it's basically left or right. I'm going to send Poe. Yeah. The opposite direction of which way I go. So if I follow, if I'm following footprints to the left, I'm going to send Poe to the right. Poe is going to be flying and totally blind because they don't have night vision, I don't believe. Or dark vision. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Sounds like something I would do to Poe. Um, I feel like birds better. would, but I'm no bird specialist, so. I mean, some do for sure. I just don't believe Ray. Not ornithologist? Uh, it's a Jukor. No, I don't think it has. Nope. Nope. It's just, yeah, it's flying blind. It's having a tough time, but it's just kind of like Struggling. perch to perch, but it's going the other way. We're trying to make like a half time. Uh, roll, roll me an acrobatic set for Poe. That's Dex, right? Oh, uh, yeah. 11. Okay. Um, did you roll Poe's health? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. Um, I think that at some point, uh, Poe runs into a, a post, uh, maybe like five minutes into this, uh, and takes one damage from running to that post. Wow. Okay. Well, whenever that happens, Poe dies. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not like, for what it's worth, I'm not trying to like have him break next speed as fast as he can. Okay. Like, I'm just like having him be a bird and okay, fly from perch to perch. It's not like, right. you know, it's not, yeah, it's not TIE fighters <laughs> going through. <laughs> The Death Star. <laughs> yeah. No okay, fine. Poe doesn't trench run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not trench running. He doesn't red. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't red thirteen. It. He's fine. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, Poe. I'm going the other direction as sneakily as possible. Well, invisible, and I'm trying to gather where these footsteps were leading. Okay. Uh, roll me another uh, investigation check. Kind of. Ooh, that is a nat twenty. Oh. total 26 okay with your 20 uh with your natural 20 uh you kind of you were having trouble discerning this path and what you realized is that they were purposefully obscuring it a certain distance from the door uh and then you are able to like pick that up and and you're able to kind of like you kind of pick a direction and you just kind of head that way and you're like this is the way i would go and it it just, your intuition just works and you catch and you find where it picks up and where they stop obscuring their footprints. And what you realize it's, it kind of leads you to is it leads you to this ladder and up this ladder, you can see that there is a small, like wooden, like kind of like a, you can see that there's a, a small wooden bottom uh, of some sort of like 
box cube, uh, and you can see a small trapdoor at the top of that. Okay. Um, once I've caught the scent and I'm following up, or I'm, I'm at the base of the ladder, I'm going to bamf Poe back to me, mm-hmm. and he's just all of a sudden on my shoulder, and mm-hmm. I'm going to like grab him and look him in the eyes and be like, I don't know what's up there. This might really suck. I'm sorry. And I'm going to lightly press on the do I feel like a pressure from the, the door at all? Is there like a pressure plate? Are you going all, it, so sorry, the, the ladder is probably a good 20 feet up. Oh. And it's way up there. Okay, then, well, actually, yeah, I will cast Mage Hand and use my Mage Hand to see if there's like a pressure plate of any kind. I can't really see up there, so I'm just going to try to like feel for, feel for traps, I guess. Um, yeah, so the door is locked. Okay. It, it just doesn't push. You don't. There's. You can't see a lock on it, so mm-hmm. you might. Assume, it just doesn't budge. It just doesn't budge, and because you're 20 feet away from it, you can't see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can I look around me? Do I see anything? Uh, do I see like any thieves' camp? Do I see any semblance of, you know, if they're maybe using this location as base, or did it just look like they were running away? Um. I don't think that you see anything. Uh, I mean, you, yeah, you, you, you could maybe assume that, you know, this could be a base, by, but uh, you, you wouldn't know. There's nothing that shows that. You're, you're basically just still, like, in hot pursuit kind of thing. Do I go? I have to go. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, okay, Glenn's going to climb until the door is within view, I guess, like, within a better range of sight. And is, do I see a lock? Do I see a latch? Do I see anything that can be finagled with with my mage hand to so uh what you you basically just see a wooden trap door uh that's probably i'll say a good two feet by two feet seems like it's pretty sturdily designed uh, just like a solid wood there's no metal uh, that's holding it together but the wood itself like seems it doesn't seem rotten or anything um you when you're pushing on it uh you it's just like you can hear it um straining against a latch that likely is on the other side. Got it. Okay. I have very loud things I can do to open it. I'm going to do 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 do. No, I don't. I don't think I can. Okay. So what I would like to do, um, I'm going to climb back down the ladder, and I'm going to make the best kind of mental map that I could of where this trapdoor was. Mm-hmm. from the bottom assuming i know like where it is on the outside okay. um and i'm gonna head back to the guys and once i get back to them assuming there was no traps or anything along the way i'm gonna drop invisibility okay um yeah i think that uh you were probably gone for uh 10 15 minutes which probably is just about the time that like i think that it's around the time that that scent uh would have like the the super sense of rangram would have been dropping as well um, but I think that Rangram, when he's when he's coming back, like you can pick up a little bit of that, like like because uh, Glenn has been walking through all these these scents and different things like that that are in this area. Like you can kind of pick up some of that. Like you can tell that Glenn was on the on the trail of whatever uh, was making that uh, was leaving that scent behind that you had been following. Well, I have bad news, boys. I uh, lost track. I ran into a a locked door from from above wasn't able to crack it open i have kind of a note of uh where he ended up 
or where they ended up in the the arena, but I think they're gone for the time being. I don't I don't really know much more. What what was it that we was chasing? I still don't know what you saw or what Rangrim smelled. We also bailed on our still messy cart back. I, I, I bailed on the cart because I thought somebody. I, I smelled somebody who did, there was messing with it, and I'm and Glenn started jumping on people's houses and shit. Uh, that's not on me, but I mean, I still think we should kick this door in where you can't open it. Well, you'd have to give it... He said it was up high. You'd have to give it, like, a good one-two with your shoulder. We can... Yeah, we can follow up in there, but... Well, thinking about what this place is, we don't know what's on the other side. We might be breaking into, you know, someone's bedroom. We might be breaking into where this guy's hanging out. We might be breaking into, you know, where they keep this beast. I don't I don't think this is something we want to do haphazardly. I think... Uh, Glenn, are you okay? I'm a... I'm perplexed. It's not often that uh This is the only time you've ever said that we shouldn't break into somebody is like 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 a room or anything. It's the only time you've ever been like, don't don't break into that. Well, I mean the big kicker between this time and those other times is uh Chandrell put this challenge in front of me. Normally it's just the shenanigans you guys get into, and I know that's just like, you know, small stuff. <laughs> well, but... yeah, that that happens. Yeah. But when this I is mean, something we've that been she... known to do that. When she wants to put something in front of us, it's not something that I want to take lightly. So, well, did John Drill tell you to like break into this room? Because I'm smelling that room, and that room smells like we should go in there. Does that track, John? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> is is Rag Room smell like <laughs> saying he should go in there? Uh, I mean, yeah. You you know that whatever you were following from the cart went in this room, or went in this like under structure. Well, uh, I, I can't really fight that logic, Rag this is something we want to take on together. I mean, I feel like this is more my thing than, than our thing. I think Cosmo might be right. We might want to go check on the carts and well, I think maybe if you keep using your nose and keep, I mean, keep it, a nose it, out it, for us. It brought us in. You've, you've done a, Tell you what, a, uh, a fair amount for me. So if you say we're not kicking this door in, I'm, I'm still confused that that's just, just a one time you don't want to. But, I mean, you, you've earned this one. I think we take this one with a little bit of finesse this time. I don't think we need to uh, bust down these doors. We don't have any crazy carpets trying to kill us or, you know, angry little ghosts. So I think we, we take this one with a little bit of time. And I mean, like all good traps, right? You got to you gotta let them come to you. I just don't know who they are. And that's the scary yeah, part. Yep, yep, totally, totally. So keep on yeah. using that sniffer of you and we'll uh, I, I told I mean, My sniffer's telling me they stole a bunch of our stuff, but you're not concerned about it and that's totally normal and Rangram like I'm over Cosmo I was like that's a wicked not normal I'm con- wicked concerned I don't know what we're supposed to do do I just go back to the car am I making everything Lynn's worse? like not even paying attention to like the one-on-one conversation they're having he's just like scanning the rooftops well Rangram you can do whatever your nose desires and uh, well, and I'll my nose wants clean me to kick that door in because I like clearly there's people up there that, that stole some of my shit and like I kind of want to get it. Well, we don't but, know uh, that. I mean, we don't even, seen... they maybe didn't, and we just need to go oh, back. Trust me. <laughs> oh, I know that my nose knows that. And I, but I mean, the elf's acting real strange. And uh, um, I mean, he's been good to us, and I, I kind of don't want to 
mess with his thing uh, if if he's got a thing going on. Is he gonna rob us? There's been this whole thing, and he's just gonna take our stuff. The elf. Yeah, the elf, the the one guy that's not a dwarf, because like that would be a dick move if he does that. He's not. And when he show steal. up to that stupid arena, and he's not there, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find him, and I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kick his ass. That's, that, that's rude. Do that if if he doesn't show up, then yes, you can kick his ass. But because uh, I'll tell you right now, all the stuff that we're not that we're missing, it's in that room. But well, well we don't even know what we're missing. Uh, who am I? But. If, who am I? And Rainbow's just walking away. Like, well, who am I? I don't know. I'm only the one with the magic nose. I don't know what I'm missing. And like that fades off into the distance as he goes back to the cart. <laughs> um, are you all heading back to the cart after Rainbow? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Glenn's going to follow behind behind the group and just be okay. extra vigilant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so what I'll say is uh, you all make it back to the cart uh, as you're getting back there. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you see that Nook is kind of like chilling uh he seems to have kind of calmed down fester is like walking around has like your clothes like slung over his kind of arms and is like laying them over the cart like kind of picking them up for you seemingly off the ground kind of du- you see him dusting some of them off trying to be nice um i i tried uh i tried picking up whatever i could to try not to not want to mess with the scene of the crime or whatever but uh your stuff was getting wet and dirty and i just figured i'd help well appreciate that fester it's uh we and it was a dead end, so uh, for now, there's definitely somebody out there that's looking for something or they found it. I'm not really sure. I don't think they did, based on uh, it seems like they're still here, they're looking for something. Yeah, all this for the most part was junk. I mean, we've got some, some weapons that we picked off of dead bodies and some pillows and clothes, nothing really super valuable here. Do you uh, notice anything missing? And I will check to see if I notice anything missing. I was going to say, you all uh, you all can roll for investigation. Let's hope I roll better this time. <laughs> Every investigation roll has been so low. Uh, that Ooh. is a nine. Uh, Rangram is bad at those, but that is a 14 plus nothing. That's a 14. <laughs> yeah, if only there was passive investigation. Um, that sentence doesn't even make sense. Passive... <laughs> That's an oxymoron. Rangram's <laughs> passive investigation is ten. Yeah, there is passive investigation. Dope. Um, what uh, what did you get, Cosmo? A four. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Rang- we killed it, Rangram. Uh, I think you're the of this one... operation, man. Yeah, I think you're the one who kind of spends a lot of time at the cart, and uh, you're kind of familiar with everyone's belongings even if you're just from like pass like from passing i guess uh and you, you kind of know like especially your own stuff like you can tell that there's not a single thing missing from your stuff like you you know from your stuff in particular there's not anything missing uh and so i guess that brings you um you know some some peace of mind glenn i think that you're pretty confident you're like i feel like you know I feel like they're, you know, maybe, maybe something's missing, but you don't really know for sure. Cosmo, you're like, you can't, like, you is don't all remember. the food there. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. You're like, is all the food here? 
And then you're like, oh, this is totally missing. And then you realize that you ate it the other day, like the day before. And then going back and forth, um, you're like, oh my God, what are my dried lizards? Like someone ate all my dried lizards. Then you realize you ate your dried lizards. Right. Well, it's just- It was me all along. It was me. I was sabotaging. I sabotaged the car. It was- yeah, for a second you're like, oh my god, did I do this? I can't remember. Um, but anyway, you you all are uh, in varied levels of uh, confident that uh, either someone has stolen every you know all of your dried lizards, uh, your stuff is has not been messed with, and then Rangram knows for a fact is pretty confident that none of his shit's taken. Well, uh, thank you for helping us clean up faster. This is you know kind of you, and sorry we might have dragged some some chaos into your camp that obviously wasn't our, our intention. Uh, I, I was curious, is the tournament today or is that tomorrow when we're supposed to be checking into the Coliseum? Uh, well, I mean, as long as you all checked in this morning, like I told you to, you, you should be pretty good. I mean, it's getting, it's, it's not, I mean, he's kind of looking around and the sun is just kind of like, it's getting low, but it's not all the way down. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a dusk kind of situation. Um, as long as y'all, you know, got signed up this morning, uh, the, the tournament, I think, I mean, I would probably go check with them in the morning, but if, if you all are in that first bout, then, uh, that's going to pr- start pretty early in the wait, morning. Wait. So I, I probably would get an early night. I don't definitely don't think we're going to be tying one on. Uh, we're going to be fighting in the afternoon. So I, w- I would probably guess that y'all could be up early. What, uh, what color did you get? We got green. Is that bad? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think we're fighting on the, I think we're fighting on the red arena. Or is that not uh, determine who you're black? fighting? It just where? I, I don't even know. I, this is our first time here. Uh, none of us have fought in this tournament before, especially not in this arena. I think Kadana has fought in one of the other, uh, the other arenas back in, uh, in one of the other small towns. But uh, yeah, this is our first time here. I, I don't know. I haven't seen any of the arenas, but as far as I understand it, basically kind of is whatever terrain you're going to be fighting on, but. Uh, oh, what? Yeah, oh. that's that's my understanding. Right on, then. All right. Well, uh, it's probably tomorrow. We should get cleaned up and uh, I don't know. Get some rest in, guys. Ready? Yeah, I think whatever we're about to fight is going to be at least twice as tall as me. So we should uh, get ready for some chaos. And that's like, what, nine times your guys' size? could be crazy tomorrow. And Glenn's already kind of like setting up the camp with the little pullover thing and t- trying to tidy up all the pillows that got thrown all over the place. Uh, Rangrim is going to uh, take this time to cast a glyph of warding uh, right. underneath the cover. What does that do? Hell yeah, get it, Witcher. Um, uh, the, so the, the trigger specifically would be for uh, me to be aware. Mm. If anyone messes with anything that's in our card, it's uh, 10 feet from when I cast it. So I'd cast it probably like centered on the, the donkeys to the back of the cart. So if anyone messes with the card, the only trigger is that I would be aware that somebody messed with it. That's tight. Brad, um, sweet. Anyone else doing anything before bed? One then- thing, sorry, one thing that Glenn would have done during the kind of tidying and searching would have been to look for any more of that thieves camp if there was any more messages left behind on like the wood of the cart or like maybe some of the close neighboring trees not like super duper deep but after seeing it once he'd be just curious to see if it was potentially the same person 
He's a little yeah. sus. Um, be, be sus. I don't think that you find anything else. Uh, okay. I don't. I don't think that you find anything. And, and I think that the way I justify that is because I don't think Glenn would leave messages. In if if you were gonna like sneak into a place and and ransack through something, I don't think that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that. Like. I think that that's probably your 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 takeaway from it. You're not you're not surprised when you don't find something. Fair. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, totally makes sense. Uh, yeah, Glenn would not do anything else except this time instead of sleeping kind of out in the open, Glenn is going to sit sleep with his back to the inside of the cart and be just looking outwards, very much high alert. Sweet, Cosmo, you doing anything for bed? Um. Not really. I don't think so. Um, Continue to look for those. I think knowing that he, (laughs) I think knowing that he's going into combat, he would just be kind of checking everything um, Mm -hmm. and making sure he feels as as ready as he could, and maybe say a little prayer to hopefully uh, survive. (laughs) And that's my way of RPing my way through my spell book to make sure it's right. (laughs) <laughs> Rad, I just taking it. notes. I, I'm sorry. I just thought of something. Um, can I, because Glenn has very regionally traveled, I don't know Earth. I don't know what like thing we're on in yeah, this world. That's planet, yeah. whatever it's you want to call it. The, the prime material plane is where we're at. Perfect. Since he's he's ventured all over the place on this plane, and he's theoretically spoken thieves can't with many people. Can I do an intelligence or a history check to see if I recognize this thieves can't dialect because like technically it'd be theoretically different across places yes yes I think that that's true uh I think that you I think you recognize it as uh as something that would have originated in uh the continent you came from uh okay tight I mean cool cool and now Glenn's going to extra sleep panicked and freaking out. Awesome. Um, who, I assume Glenn's taking one of the watches. Who else is taking one of the watches? Uh, a rain room would take first watch. Okay. And uh, during first watch, after he's holding both of his shields, keeping the uh, new tower shield that he got on his right hand mm. and his old shield on his left still tied to the uh, magnetic star ring that he got from Pops. Yep. Uh, looks to Glenn. Like, Can I see your blade? Uh, yeah. Uh, Glenn would like very apprehensively be taking it like out of his hand and Instead of this time, like instead of normally where he would just mage hand it over to him, he walks it over to Rangrim and hands it to him, and like begrudgingly lets go, and says, "We uh, we're not going to do this too often. We got to keep an eye on this. This thing's Chandrell's upset about something. But what we're going to need you steal tomorrow." And he puts it down over his shield and meditates on it a moment. I'm going to use my Blessing of the Forge to give him a plus one. Rad. That would drop my armor class to 21 because I'm no longer doing it to my shield. I'm doing it to That's cool. Scimitar. Right. Thank gonna, you. We're going to need your seal tomorrow. 
I know this. When I have faith in you. Clint takes it back. And and he uh, he goes (laughs) to ball tap him. Uh, Uncanny dodge. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You are a quick one. Yeah. You jump back and get that sack just out of just out of range, just in time. Not, just not my sack. Uh, Glenn, very appreciative. Let's just thank you, Rangram. I'm uh, I'm very nervous. This is going to be a, a good fight ahead of us. It'll be a fun one. There's probably not a lot of places to hide in a big circle, so I guess I don't really get a lot of shadows to sneak behind this time. Stay with me, and I'm sure there's not many foes that are going to have a problem. A big old shield, I'm sure I'm going to be okay. Glenn kind of like sits back and starts to rest. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I think during, um, so Rangram, once you've kind of like done your, uh, once you've done your watch and uh, Glenn, you take over. Um, I think that you're you're sitting there probably, I mean, extremely alert. I, I'm sure that you can think of nothing else, but you know, the things that have uh, you've been trying to outpace for, uh, hundred like for years and years and years and years uh, as being as long lived as you are. Um, but it's not super long into your watch that you see the form of Chandrel uh, kind of materialize. You see the the you feel the the blade warm um, in your hand, and then she kind of materializes sitting on the edge of the cart, uh, kind of opposite you, uh, but kind of like she's kind of her she's kind of sitting on the edge of the cart, her arms crossed. Uh, and her legs kind of crossed, uh, you know, kind of above you as you're leaning with your back against the inside of the cart. And she says, Glenyaris, I'm not upset with you. You've done nothing wrong. But it seems as though you have someone who challenges your, I guess, my attentions. And I think that there's going to be some tests in your near future. Some that I can see and some that I can give you and some that are even without or even outside of my broad view. But I need you to do something for me, Glenn Yaris. Things are going to get harder before they get simpler again. And I need for tomorrow in your, your bout, your challenge in the arena. I want to test your evasiveness. No more hiding, Glenyaris. And we'll see how you do. And we'll see how well you can earn my ancestral patronage. And she disappears. Uh, she's like going away. She's like, I got it. Can't can't stick to shadows. Can't do can't do what I do. Got it. Great. Thanks, Shandra. It's always pleasant. And he maintains his watch. Actually, during part of his watch, though, for like 10 minutes of it, he's going to take the time to turn Poe into a, an owl. Cool. Very cool. And all he is is just a black owl. It literally looks like a raven's colors with all the crazy like rainbow 
random fey feathers in it, but just like a barn owl. Dope. Dope. I love it. Um, Awesome. Just for the uh, sake of expedition, uh, I say that uh, you all wake up. Um, Is there anything? I know, Rangram, you've already imbued your blessing this morning. Anyone else doing anything in the morning that is of note? Nine. Mm -mm. Um, No. No, I'm about good. Okay. Uh, Rangram would still be, even though he imbued uh, Glenn's double-sided scimitar, he's still going to try to wake up, like, trying to be, like, a renewed Rangram, and he's praying not to Morden, but to his ancestors, and he's taking a moment to do that every morning as long as no one else is looking. (laughs) I really like the idea that both, like, Rangram and Glenn are sneaking away from each other just to go pray their own ways. (laughs) Like, it's like, no one knows, (laughs) and then we just go pray. Yeah, he's he just doesn't want you to know he's doing it's like it. right on the other side of like the wall like <laughs> same exact thing he's very much just praying to his ancestors at this point talking to his grandfather and his his father because he already knows that mordren is out of the picture unless he's cosmo the golden boy. cosmo is mordren uh glenwood in the morning do his usual prayers and his usual routine with chandrell are you okay so you are trying to summon chandrell this morning yes Chandrell, for the first time in a while, does not answer your call, Glenn. Then Chandra, or sorry, not Chandrell. Glenn is going to uh, take the time with this double-bladed scimitar to find the largest tree he can and just proceed to chop it down. Very, uh, just like, just aggro trying to chop this tree down. Like, just um, not yeah. throwing like a temper tantrum, but like, look, if we're not going sneaky, then I'm, neither am I. He's just beating the shit out of this tree. Roll me a strength check. Good. I'm good at those. Real good at those, I think. <laughs> uh, that is a nine total. Um, you're lucky your your weapon is magic because you just kind of hack away at this tree. <laughs> yeah. And Fester is just kind of looking at you like, he's kind of like, at first he's like, oh, like I, I'm he like he he is kind of like as as an, uh, another dexterous person who's like very strong and now he's like he's he's like ready for you to chop this thing down and show him something that he hasn't seen before and then he just watched you like angrily hack into this thing and it kind of impotently doesn't go into the bar yeah he just he just kind of at some point goes and he just kind of walks away realizing that this is kind of like need, maybe needs to be a private moment between you and this tree and uh, once it's done and Glenn finally breaks a, a bead of sweat he just goes and like puts his hair back tucks it away and turns around like super calms like well boys ready just soaked in sweat yeah it's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well i'm i'm fine are you fine i haven't seen cosmo this morning how's cosmo cosmo is chilling um and he's just God, having he's a, a nice third person uh well i'm i'm speaking as a player oh well i'm doing great and uh i'm just having me some nice breakfast over here and uh you know you know what i like to do before i squish some heads you just have a nice meal nice hot warm meal nice balanced breakfast nice balanced breakfast eat me bread with me uh lizards mm Hey, you know what? You know what? Uh, cereal you would eat before crushing heads, Captain Crunch. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
uh, so with that terrible, with that terrible, BK pun just that, quit the stream. Yeah, with that, with that terrible pun that uh, made BK evaporate. Uh, we, we, uh, I think that uh, you all are able to, you know, get your stuff prepared. Um, are you all heading directly to the arena? Or are you going to collect uh, your your benefactor? What do you yeah, think? I was going to say we need to go get oh, a right. or so. We do need that as we're oh. heading into town. Uh, that's on their then, minds. Not and, a, yeah, I was going to say, as Rangram. I can see Rangrim walking towards the Coliseum, I just like grab him by like the the armor and just like grab his shoulder, like, no, nope, we got to go get the little guy and like turn oh, him holy, towards the Coliseum. Oh, what? Oh. Our, our benevolent yeah. benefactor, the one who's going to, I think, probably benefit the most from us doing this. Are we wicked sure that we even need this guy? Yes, yes, we do, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I, I think technically, I mean, I know I don't to... know politics and stuff like that, but like, do we need this one? I think he's gonna get us through the door. We signed up with him. We gotta, we gotta have our our patron. Yes, yes. I mean, everyone else said he's kind of a dick. Well, no, they just said that all of his fighters died. Really? Yeah, yeah. Them, yeah you man. know what? That's a that's a better scenario for me. <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, so you all head into town, uh, leaving the wrecking crew behind who seem to also be like kind of preparing for their day. Um, similar preparations to what you are all doing of their own style. Um, yeah, but you're, you head back uh, and you were able to quickly get to the, uh, the fit in uh, where you, uh, similar to yesterday, uh, you see uh, your boy Baldor sitting outside. Uh, today he seems to be doing some stretching, very excited about uh, today's events. Uh, and as you walk up, today's the day. We, uh, this is, oh, I just, I can't wait. This is going to be so exciting. I, I'm going to be watching you all from the, from the top box. It is going to be fantastic. I can't wait to see what you all are able to accomplish. Why are you stretching? I, I, I you can't, you can't go into this level of excitement without a good stretch. Gotta get the blood flowing. For what? You're going to sit in a box and like, Bet on us not dying, and from like the two nights we've had, you don't have a very good uh, track record with that. Yes, but I, I have to prepare for jumping up unexpectedly with excitement. If your victory, mm-hmm. you could pull something. Wait, mm-hmm. yeah, quick. you know what? I, you know what I could pull your larynx out of your neck if I felt like it. <laughs> it's true. I've seen it. It's weird, but. That's a little spicy there, Rangrim. It's a little too early for that no, much this spice. This guy's a dick. He's, he's not fun. I don't like him. And- Rangrim, mm. guess what? He gives us gold at the end of this. And guess what sure. that means? Well, I ain't seen one piece of gold. I saw a bunch of coins with his face on them. My Wait, you saw my, where are my coins? I threw them into the river. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, I... I think I'll be walking to the arena today. Yeah, you could be walking. How else were you planning on getting there today, Baldor? We didn't bring what? the cart. What? <laughs> we're we're walking. We're you know we we all are working well, towards this well, one together. I, I will be walking by myself, and he he heads around the corner, mm-hmm. and he just kind of like waves his hand up like this, like a like a shoe kind of thing, as if he's fit over over you three. Rangrim. Do we need to go into the tavern for an ale? Not, well, there's yeah, no tavern. I mean, we, it down. We, we, we nuked that. Well, there's two oh, of them. Oh, yeah, there's, there's no tavern anymore. There's two of you them. S- you saw to that. 
smash Ta- cut. Smash cut to, uh, should we go into the tavern? Smash cut to smoldering ruins of tavern right next door. <laughs> <laughs> Back to <laughs> Cosmo, why don't you and Rangram go get a drink? I'm going to go catch up with our patron and make sure he doesn't uh, sign us up for something even worse. But, well, what what do you think? Just because we're dwarfs, like we just have ale on us? Fine, go talk to our benefactor. And Rangram's going to pull out oh, a yeah. task <laughs> that he has on his waist <laughs> to give him an... Are you no, going- no, Rangram, it's the cask of ale that I see on your waist that makes me think you have a cask of ale at all times. Well, that's rude. Well, cask of holding. Yeah, Glenn's going to try to catch up with Baldor. Okay. Um, I assume Rangram and, and, and Cosmo are going to sit at that table that you fabricated the day before. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> in the middle of oblivion. Like, the whole place is fucking screwed. It's the, <laughs> it's the this is fine dog smoke. It's the one thing in there that's like pristine. It's like got like filigree and beautiful like wood carvings on this on this piece of like this beautifully carved bench. Uh, I believe you said it was like a big long, ten uh, foot long bench with like two two seats on the side, two big long bench seats on the side uh, in the middle of this smoldering wreckage <laughs> that was the tavern. Um, it's Rangram riding uh, Kalogni nude with his beard covering like a. Uh just the 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 inappropriate parts like it's instead of like, carved like right in the top. instead of like fancy horses it's just donkeys, it's donkeys. <laughs> let's get that in the uh, let's get that in the artwork queue um okay so uh glenn you you kind of you quickly catch up with yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got a uh, stumpy little gnome legs i just kind of pat him on the back say baldor look if you're gonna take everything rangram says seriously you'll never get out of this alive it's it's okay it's he's just he's pulling your leg and you might actually pull out your larynx, but it's it's not that big of a deal. I I understand. I'm unfortunately more used to being the butt of a joke than I'm uh, happy about these days. So it's it's fine. It's fine. I'll get over it. Well, I got a a couple questions for you, but I don't I don't think we have time for it before this. Uh, this Walk with fight. me, my boy. Walk with me. And yeah, Glenn walks with him. He's like, so taking the smallest little shuffling steps to, to keep up the folder. Are you going to uh, be putting some money down on us? I mean, I feel like there's got to be some good betting around here, right? I would if I could, but I unfortunately, most of my remaining funds were lost in the, the destruction of my uh, palanquin, and the rest of the money had been spent on this last entry into the tournament. I think that didn't we pay for the entry into this tournament? No, uh, the the entry you didn't have to pay that because it had been prepaid uh, when I had my previous champions. There's a there's a pretty hefty entry fee every year, and uh, it's paid off in in dividends if you're able to win. But um, betting is actually kind of frowned upon, uh, though it does happen within the benefactors and the patrons, but. Uh, generally, it's it's handled within the entry fees and the prize that's won at the end. Well, I remember when you were nice and sauced up, you won a couple hands of couple hands of cards with some of the patronage. So maybe if you check your coin portion, you might have some more more gold to to wager. We'd love to kind of increase our cut coming out of this. Oh, and he, he kind of checks his his bag, realizing that the his balder coins are not in there anymore, and he. Surprised for a second, and then you know, with a normal Baldor, uh, you know, char- charisma kind of shrugs it off. Yeah, shr- shrugs it off quickly, and is like, "Oh yes, uh, of course, I I remember that. Uh, I was not as sauced up as you might have thought. I just 
acts that way sometimes. You know, it's deception. It's you know, it's a good performance. And speaking of soft stuffy, here's Cosmo and Rangrim coming down the fairway, hand in hand, toe in toe, singing some fucking dwarvish drinking song. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, we, we saw a statue of a younger version of you from what we could tell. Uh, seems like you might have been He's a, basically a, a legend. We're going to be fine. <laughs> Glenn, uh, you might have had some experience being a, a champion here. You know what the, the primal guardian might have been or you know maybe some of the, the enemies they'd throw at us early. Any recommendations going into this pit? It's kind of our first time doing a coliseum of this kind. Unfortunately, I don't have any information on the Primal Guardian. The Primal Guardian is a new feature this year. I, I don't know if you saw the the sign that uh, that Kosha had uh, showed off. It's a, it's a new. Uh, they have they've been really excited about this uh, this new feature that is the Primal Guardian. I, they've had other beasts and creatures in the past, and generally they they try to keep them for a while. They had a I believe it was a manticore for, for years. Um, and it kind of, it was, it was a unique beast. It, uh, it, it could kind of, it was different than most manticores and they themed it around the arenas. Uh, but I believe that that was slain last season uh, by accident. And so they were able to, they, they had to seek out a, a new beast for, for this time. But as far as what the primal guardian is, I can only, uh, I can only guess. Well, we're, we're good. As long as we don't need to do a puzzle, I can kill it. I, Branger, I find that hard to believe. The way you put things together, I, I feel like a puzzle is you would just like shift the pieces and they'd all just kind of fit. I know. I, I, I don't want to have my intelligence because I'm self-conscious. Are you okay? That was really intense. It's okay. Uh, you're the smart one. I don't want to overshadow you. <laughs> Glenn feels very self-aware for half a second. Goes, well, uh, I guess we'll see you on the inside, Baldor, and just pats him on the back and starts walking toward the main gate. It's like Rangrim, keep being stupid and just shoves him, like in the direction of the gates. <laughs> you have fun. Oh, this guy, and he's gonna poke Baldor in the head. Just boop. Uh, Baldor, uh, just kind of like. Gets not like takes the takes the poke and uh, still kind of like focusing on on Glenn goes the it's not the beast that you need to be wary of in the tournament it's it's the monsters that reside within the other teams that's very wise uh, that sounds, and probably that, very sounds accurate. that sounds kind of dark hey Cosmo are you are you upset about smushing some guy's head upset about it uh well you know it's not something i thoroughly like to do unless they're uh, he was a dick who was a dick the guy who's head you gonna smush why was he a dick uh, i don't know he, he he fucking took some cookies from some little kids it was a dick all these guys are dicks smush their heads you trying to ramp him up? You trying to like, like get him all jazzed? Yeah, this is like a, this is like a Rocky yeah. montage. Like, roll a roll a persuasion check with advantage. Roll for inspiration. Yeah, inspire yeah. me. 
well, that would be a 23. <laughs> that's very inspiring. That's, uh, that's I, I think Cosmo, I think, uh, I mean, yeah, I think you feel, uh, I think you're like, you're like, yeah, no, they definitely deserve it. They, they definitely, yeah. they definitely deserve yeah. it. Yeah, they, they deserve they, it. Primal Guardian, stealing their cookies. Stealing their cookies. You believe that? And we like headbutt for no reason. Um, Oh, by the way, uh, I'm gonna. I want to give uh, Ranger. I want to give you inspiration for uh, for remembering to use your your smelly item. Smelly item. The nose, nose. Um, awesome. So, are you all heading straight into the arena then? Gonna go uh, see our girl Kosha. Okay. Awesome. Well, sorry, Cosmo. Did you want to do something? Nope. I'm ready. Gonna look for all the right. biggest trolliest troll we can find. Okay. Um, so as you all are kind of approaching the arena, you're noticing uh, the, the town is bustling in a way that you haven't seen in the past. Like the, the entire inner ring area is just like people are streaming kind of into the arena. Uh, and you can see like guards and, and people that, you know, are wearing the, the garb of like being part of the city of Rockdale are shepherding people through. Uh, and as they see uh, the three of you, they kind of, uh, they're, they're kind of like making a way so that you can enter into the main doors without like having to like be part of the queue of people that are going in. But like, there's a massive crowd, uh, a, a crowd on scale with uh, most of the people in, uh, in the year uh, 2020 in the, in the current pandemic would probably be uncomfortable with it, be a close proximity of most of the people. Um, but you all are able to enter in, and as you do, like you notice that the uh, the people are being shepherded up uh, these staircases, these like marble staircases that are going up into the actual pews up above, because the the staircases are actually up above where you are at currently. Um, and you are able to see that uh, Kosha is uh, sitting at her desk uh, directly ahead of you, kind of looking a little bit more. Um, a little bit more busy, like, but also like a, a level. You can tell there's just like a palpable level of excitement. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, the three of you uh, are able to head just head uh, kind of straight up to her. And as uh, as you're walking up, Baldor kind of uh, says his goodbyes and heads up a uh, kind of past the the desk uh, and goes up a staircase that is behind the desk. You can see like one solitary staircase that seems to go up uh, to these kind of like very lavishly gilded uh like silver and gold doors okay uh quick mental note where would i have placed that trap door within like where we are now like i've made like a mental map is it you know off to the right off to the left just trying to like glenn would more or less always be trying to keep an eye on where that might have been it would be off to your left. Uh, it's going to be probably you would guess probably halfway around the donut shaped coliseum uh and as far as height goes, looking up now at the bot, like at where the, the seats are, they're probably lined, it probably lined up with where, uh, just below where like the middle section of the seats here. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, as you all are approaching uh, your favorite troll friend, Kosha, she goes, oh, well, if it isn't just my favorite group of adventurers right here. Are you all ready for your bout with the Primal Guardian today? Well, uh, yep, I'm ready. Just point me to the door and I'll go kill it. Oh, I'll be more than happy to, but I just, I have one, a uh, one quick concern that I need to cover before you do. I completely forgot, just like total, total uh, fog brain. Just what is the name of your group? What is the name of our group? 
as Cosmo yeah, turns to we the... Have to, we have to be able to introduce you as something. And Cosmo is turning to the guys, and uh, he says, Well, I guess you could, uh, you could call us the, uh, the Fearsome Four. Well, um, I, 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 now I don't, I don't mean to kibitz, but I do only see three of you. Well, that's what you think, isn't it? That's a point, isn't it? You think you only see three. Cosmo on the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what you think. Well, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no one to, to question your decisions. It's, you know, whether or not you want to, you know, uh, count yourself as that, that's completely up to you. I don't need to ask you questions. You don't need to, to prove yourself to old Koshi here. Now, if you, uh, if you don't have any more questions, I can, uh, I can direct you right down to the door. What? Yeah, just point me in the way. And Cosmo takes out his weapon after that, and he's r- stoked. Okay, well, uh, best of luck. Please don't die. You are really just, I really just, just become so fond of y'all. And she just puts her hand down pretty heavily on the desk. Uh, and you feel, you hear this kind of like sliding of a, of a stone, uh, some sort of pressure plate below her large troll fist. Uh, and you see the basically kind of, um, it's kind of opposite of what the staircase is that's past her desk. Uh, mirrors it but it's basically in front of her desk you see it kind of open and then revealing this like staircase that kind of steps downwards uh and seems to go uh you look down this staircase and you can see that it goes down to another uh basically another doorway uh that is down at the bottom and goes well here you go best of luck well guys you ready Ready as will ever be, I guess. Right. Glenn pulls out the double-bladed scimitar and just starts, like, twirling it. This let's go, then. Oh, if I get some, and we're just gonna slap both of the shields together in the front. Awesome. Um, so you all head down this staircase, uh, and you get to a landing at the bottom of it. Um, and it's torch-lit. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's comfortable, like, ambient lighting down here. Uh, and you all are in, basically you walk down this and you go in the, as you get down to the bottom of the staircase, this first door kind of opens on its own in front of you, uh, revealing a kind of like a short hallway that is leading to another similar door. Uh, and this one is, has a guard basically, uh, flanking it. And then you see another person who is, uh, they're wearing the same kind of like garb, but they, uh, they're kind of, they look more, um, of like, a I don't know, just. They're not guardish. They have like kind of quaffed back hair and they're holding a clipboard uh, and they're, they go, okay, well, uh, looks like we got a, cause a late name entry in here. This just appeared on my, you guys are the, the fearsome four. Is that what we got? What? Dave? I'll make sure we got it right before we announce you all out there. Don't want to mess that up. Okay. Just, um, just stay here. Uh, and then, uh, as soon as you hear, as soon as this door opens, just, just kind of get on out there and, and do your and do your thing. Uh, things are gonna stop start pretty quickly. The uh, as far as I know, the primal uh, the primal guardian's already out there. So yeah, it's um, a weird thing. We you gotta fight some stuff like whatever. But and I'm gonna cast uh, bless on the rest of the party. What? Well, all right, whatever. Yeah, cool. Um, well, I guess 
let's get this going. And uh, you see them kind of uh, take their pen and they, you see like a little uh, last box on their check, uh, on their little uh, sheet. And you see them tick that. And as that happens, it all glows like with this white light. Uh, and the door in front of you uh, just goes and starts opening. And there's kind of this like acrid, there's, there's a couple things that hit your senses all at the same time. Um, for one thing, there's just a roar of sound of people just kind of like the crowds and cheering. You could hear it uh, entering into this arena. You are just like completely surrounded Coliseum wise with this, uh, this sonorous amount of sound. What you smell immediately is this like acrid, just kind of bitter, kind of burning smell. Like you feel the all the hairs in your nostrils just kind of like singe up almost immediately. You get that kind of like just acrid burning smell. What you see is this barren blasted wasteland of these kind of like plots of land that are ahead of you and shining up from between these kind of like these black, like burned and charred land masses are just like this green, like, fluorescent light and you can see from time to time you hear this like and you see this like uh this kind of like green fluid that will pop up onto the uh the land and just you hear like this just this ambient sound of like burning probably something similar to when uh you were inside the ebon depths and the lava had um had you know kind of been cooling but the real peace day resistance of this hellscape that you find yourself in that does have you know an ambient green glow so you know that's where you suddenly understand hey maybe green wasn't good is the monstrous figure that's in the center oh cheebus it is a uh let's just uh how about you all roll me some nature checks i have a plus to that i do not but that's still an idea all right, 17. A nature check is what you wanted from me? Yeah. Oh, dope. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a 12. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... It's the best I've rolled all day, okay? <laughs> as you all enter out onto this, this blasted shard, like, acid hellscape, standing in the middle is this draconic form that is, like, it's half between drag and half between, like, lizard and snake it's just this long extended muscular body that is like green with these like kind of black striations going down it but as you're watching it it kind of like as it's walking it kind of changes from this like almost like a chameleon it changes in color from like darker green to like darker black as it kind of steps on these different surfaces um it has a long tail coming off back of it four legs and four heads that are coming off of it, these snake-like long heads that as soon as that door opens, all just whip and look directly at you and let out this just like hiss and you see just acid dripping off of these like just extremely long fangs. Uh, And with that, uh, I will say that I think that Rangrim and uh, Glenn, because Rangrim, you rolled a 16, right? I rolled a 19. 19, okay. Well, then, then Rangram absolutely. Nineteen. Uh, you would recognize this as the Primal Guardian is a Hydra, but it's not a Hydra you've ever seen. This is something 
something very different uh, than what the normal hydras are. Um, something about the shifting of the scales and the weights changing color is something that you've never heard of before. Uh, also, most hydras either have three or they have five heads. Uh, this thing, there's something unnatural about this hydra. And uh, with that, I think that we can roll into initiative and we're going to try to do something weird, which is likely we're probably going to have to split this, this, uh, this old combat uh, encounter probably. in half. Yeah. Uh, this is where everyone dies. Wow. I have advantage on initiative and I rolled a two and a three. That's a eight total. I just want to show you all. Do this. you really roll lower in initiative than me? I With advantage. Natural 20 for oh. the Primal Guardian. Oh, my God. oh, Jesus. No, you didn't. I rolled a seven. Hey, guess what? Guess what? So did Cosmo. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Nice. Uh, what is your uh, dexterity? Dexterity? Yeah. Uh, it's, just a, it's just a plus one. Or, yeah. Uh, or initiative, 21. I Sorry, initiative. Um, so 21 total. Uh, so 21 we actually total. matched. So uh, we need to roll off. Just roll me a straight up and down d20. D20. Gonna roll that bad boy again. 15. 13. So yeah, uh, you get to go first. Hell so yeah. it's the, uh, Glenn Rangram, what were your initiatives? Uh, <laughs> uh, Rangram's was a seven. <laughs> uh, Glenn, sorry, what was yours? Eight. Eight. Sweet. Don't make dexterity your dump stat, kids. <laughs> Mine wasn't, and it was still one higher. <laughs> With advantage. Uh, awesome. So, let's pop this off. Uh, Cosmo, you enter out through this gate, uh, or this door, and it you see this blasted hellscape in front of you. You step out, and the door, you, feel, you hear it just kind of shut behind you. Uh, and with that, like, the, the sound of the crowd kind of dies down, and you are just like, whether it's actually the crowd dying down, or you're just like fighter instincts just kind of like zoning in on this monstrous thing in front of you, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, Cosmo is gonna see this thing um, out in front of him and uh, the first thing he's gonna do is uh, let me see, hold on uh, I gotta roll a d4 here so he's gonna see the farthest uh, right head and uh, he's gonna he's gonna look at the guys and he's be like, "That head, that one, that one's mine." They all look the same. That's what they're I'm all like. like serpentining and shit. To, like that, that, that. Well, that, no, that the one, that, the one to the right, that, the that, one that, to the right, that. like it, it definitely like uh, it hissed in a very much more condescending way than the rest. <laughs> definitely, he's just calling his shots on which one he's gonna pop first, and. Uh, and then he's going to be casting Vow of Enmity on this said beast as well. That's what Vow he's... of getting advantage on all on Getting Vow of Advantage on all of my attacks. Yes. Fuck the shopkeeper. Let's uh, go. Um and then um he's just going to uh he's going to move up. To kind of, what is, 
what are these grates? Does it seem like difficult terrain to cross the little plots of land? No. Um, I, what I'll do, um, I don't think they're difficult terrain. I'm gonna, hmm, that's a good question. I think that they're hazardous. Um, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have you roll me a dexterity saving throw when you cross them. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So then um, he would just move up, I guess. You know what? You know what? No. Let's let's just. Yeah, we can we can do uh, we can do constitution save. Eh, no, let's. I, I like the idea of it being a dexter of a of a dex saving throw or a strength saving throw if you want to try to jump them. Okay. Or yeah, or a, yeah, athletics or whatever. We can do that. We can do it a couple different ways. But if you want to cross it on foot, I'll have a dexterity saving throw for you. Okay. Okay. Um, great. I think. I don't even know if I can have enough movement to cross, honestly. I'm pretty much moved most of my movement, at least to kind of get in range. And he's just going to come out. He's just going to run up, and he's just going to, like, roar at this thing. Like, and, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. He's going to, um, he's going to cast Bane on it, and it has to make a charisma saving throw. That's what he's going to do. Um, okay, uh, charisma saving throw. I mean, you know you know what's more charismatic than a bunch of snakeheads? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So uh, that's very a nine, charming. It's a 19. Um, oh, you rolled well. Plus a negative 2, so 17. Yeah, now he still saves. Okay, well, charismatic that's it. Pile of snakes is what that is. <laughs> Um, awesome. So that is my turn. Radical. Radical. Uh, it's now the uh, Primal Guardian's turn. And the Primal Guardian, y'all, the Primal Guardian, it's going to it's gonna start this thing Why? off with, with a bang. You see... Fucking rude, John. <laughs> you see the four heads uh, kind of like lift up and kind of go in unison. And you see just kind of like this building up in their throat uh, of this like glowing with this green and then all at the same time the four of them release this blast of acid in your direction it's going to be a 15 foot line that's uh five feet or no it's a yeah sorry it's a uh yeah it's gonna it's gonna get all the way over there it's a 30 foot line and it's about five feet wide that's gonna hit uh glenn and rangrim uh dexterity saving throws dexterity saving throws mm-hmm. just stay closer uh i did great 25 <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh that's bad Do I have to save? <laughs> Just take it on the chest. I. Um, so what did you roll? If I was saving, <laughs> a one, <laughs> and then a three. Okay. Um, so I think that uh, I think that, so. It's a, it was a natural one you rolled. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Because of the natural one, I'm going to give you some some uh-oh damage, but uh, uh, I will give you the good news. 
The good news is I only rolled a six and for the actual damage. So I'm going to give you double damage, but it's only going to be a 12 total. Uh, Glenn, you only take three. Uh, I take zero because of evasion. Oh, because of evasion. Okay. So Rangram, you get blasted. I'm actually not going to do it. I'm just going to do another. So it's going to be nine. I'm just going to add another another on top of it. So it'll be nine damage you take. Is this this basically you you have your shield up and it kind of like blasts off of uh, your shield, and but you're able to kind of like provide enough cover where Glenn doesn't even get hit. Uh, but you do take like this kind of ambient uh, burning as this uh, this acid on, you, uh, for nine damage. Um, but good for you all. Um, that is actually going to use up uh, the the Hydra's turn uh, completely. So it is going to be uh, Rangrin. My turn. I'm Glenn. I'm... Sorry, I have you guys backwards. Um. Okay. Um, Glenn is just going to stand there and, uh, praying to God that some movement happens ahead of time. How far is he from me? Yeah. He's going to just steady his aim and pull his bow and he's going to use steady aim, which is going to cut my movement down to zero for this turn. Okay. Uh, but it gives me an advantage. Cool. And I'm going to shoot at him with my furniture new bow. French to new bow. Fancy that. Uh, 20 to hit? Uh, yeah. Does oh, do. neat. Uh, 20 total. Not nat 20, for what it's worth. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so a D8 plus 7. Oh, nice. So 14 damage there. And technically, since I got advantage, I still get my sneak attack damage, which shouldn't piss Chandrell off. <laughs> so 14 it does it does. yeah right 25 27 31 damage total total okay uh Solid. how do you take off one of these heads so the air render slowly with their pants <laughs> so slowly and painfully has the effect to actually change the type of damage on shot so as it's like as he draws back and uh it's like an arrow of wind forms and it's release, it just turns into a like a, a wind buzzsaw and just lops one of the heads straight off. So as you do this, you uh, you hear that the primal guardian just like the rest of the heads kind of yell in pain as this head just lops off and falls sideways down into the acid, and you just hear that splash and then acid kind of splashes up over the side. You all are far enough away from it that you don't get hit by it, uh, but you just hear this thing start like slowly dissolving you start smelling like a really kind of sickly smell of cooked meat as this head has fallen down to the acid but you only have a moment to celebrate because even as you look on you see the severed head wound begin to bubble and gurgle and then two new hydra heads come bursting forth from it in a rush of gore and all five heads turn to look at you acid dripping from their fangs and that's where we're going to leave off the session tonight <laughs> like i got no no <laughs> This is going to suck. It's going to be great because I'm super excited to fight this thing, but I'm also super terrified to have to roll a new character. <laughs> <laughs>